Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you use as a Anyway, it'll cause you not to eat your vegetables. Your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, or real events are entirely coincidental and unintentional. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Hey, Nick, I'll give you $10 if you lick this pair of scissors. No, Jimmy, no. Why not? Oh, I'm supposed to... No, because. Yeah, because that's disgusting, and I'm not going to do that. But we gotta get with the program. If we're gonna compete with the new late-night hosting situation, we need to, you know, step up our act. Come on, $10 for these scissors. I'm not... No. I have not cut my pubic hair with them in over a week. Yes. Gives me more reason to lick the scissors that have been on your... It's been a week. I I rinsed them off. Yeah. With, like, what? Turpentine? No, water. All right, fine. (laughs) I'm Nick Nitro, and with me tonight, as always, is... Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy! Welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, The Geeky. Indeed. It's another exciting episode full of daring do. Nick's back! That's right, and in the process, apparently, I scared off two other members of the podcast completely. They and John did tell me last week that if you came back, they weren't coming. Did they really? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, no, I'll see. Why would you say that to me? Because... Being that I'm naive enough, I would totally believe you. I was just messing with you, dude. I know, but like... Why would they not come because you're here? I you're here every week except once a year. I know, but maybe like just that in one week, they're, they're not coming. I don't know. Leave me be. Oh. <laughs> uh, I got uh, emails. Oh, yes, emails. Dear Nick, Jimmy, John, and May. No, 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 or no. Ing. Whatever yeah. you like to say it. This says, How was Megacon? Sign Mandy in Buffalo. Well, Mandy in Buffalo. Well, I think we've seen written it before. We thank you for your. Did continued. she? Yeah, I think so. I just looked at this thing and it said Mike, and I like went, went straight to Mandy, and I felt Buffalo. Oh. Uh, well, this was written to all of us, so I think I should answer too. Hold on. I have no idea. I wasn't there. Nick, why don't you answer? It was really good. First off, we had pizza. This is what we're eating right now. We're eating Little Caesar's pizza. Five dollars a piece. Actually, there was no pizza there, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to meet Margot Kidder, mm-hmm. scared Margot Kidder, um, and actually my friend Carl did most of the scaring, but I turned away to not freak out or pass out or anything stupid, because, you know... Well, it was Lois. The, the fact that we didn't recognize her to begin with was probably the, yeah. the, the, the freaky thing. But, you know, it was a lot of fun. I got to hang out with JT and Scott from the good cast, Carl, Trinator, uh... Casey Green. It was it was just a lot of fun. I look forward to the day when I meet JT Shea live and in person. He's been so built up in my mind over the last couple of years. It may be a disappointment to see him in person, but somehow I doubt it. I think he's probably pretty damn cool. I, I think I, I personally think he, he's pretty damn cool. He was also walking up and down the aisles with his ukulele. That oh. is sweet. I, see, I, I remember I've told John before, I was like, dude, bring your guitar. You can mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. And there JT goes, he makes it a reality. Someday, I would like to meet the legendary J.T. Shea and shake the dude's hand. Possibly even buy him a drink. I find it funny. I have this theory in my head Mm -hmm. that if I won the lottery and I paid for you to go down, you would still somehow find a way to not go. I'm not I want to go. 
I'm not kidding. I'm poor, but I want to go. I, I, but I, I, did you just hear what mm-hmm. I said? I said, you would have the means available. The money would not be an issue. Then I but would there go. would still be a way that you would not be able to go. Probably not. Like, I'm working, or, you know, the girlfriend. If I just started my new teaching job, then that would, yeah. See? See? Look at that. See? You, you found but a way. It... You found a way. <laughs> you just can't say, oops, I'm going to say, hey, ahead of time. That's already been prearranged. I'm not going to be here that weekend. You know what? I'll fly down Friday night. Just saying. Just put it out there. I would, would love to go. I would not love find to a way to. This is a wrong running joke between us. You at least went to Megacon. I, I appreciate that. And the last two years, I've wanted to go to Megacon, and it's been a money issue. And next year, I may have more money, but I'm getting married in November, so... And hopefully starting a new teaching job if I can get one in August. So True. taking off the time in November. See, I wouldn't have a problem taking off the weekend to go in March if mm-hmm. I hadn't just taken off the weekend in November to get married. That's All the right. problem. That's why I'm thinking next year's probably out too. But the year after, I'm all about it. <laughs> I'm not that year, then 2016, baby, all the way. <laughs> so for all you fans that were a little depressed when you met me, don't worry. Just Jamie hang out two will be more years. Two more years. May says she would be going next year, though, probably. That would be awesome. That would be cool. And if we can get John to go, too. Awesome. I won't say 100% no for next year. I'm just saying it's not likely. I know. I was just giving you crap. I will go to Ohio Con next year if you want. Mid-Ohio Con. That would be fun. And the thing is, for you, it'll be a real life adventure because you won't live here anymore. No, I won't. Ooh, we should answer our second email and move on. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Dear Nick, Jimmy, John, and Ng. Uh, I can't think of anything. I'll write you again later. Signed, Rubik in Ottawa, New Jersey. Well, Rubik, we just want you to know that we appreciate your time and effort in writing all those uhs. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to just keep continuing this delicious pizza. I think that was a pretty good email, I'm, if I say so myself. It was to the point. It was. Um, I've got two major news stories. You want to hear the one that we care about more, or the one that America cares about more first? Uh, yeah, let's get the American one done with first, because I hate America. American Idol Top 12 has 13 singers. How the hell did that happen? Don't ask me. Because Fox ran it over, and they go to commercial without announcing that there was going to be a 13th one with two minutes left in the show. And, of course, the TiVo recordings and DVR recordings don't pick it up. And American Idol is not one of those shows that is automatically put online. It took quite a bit of effort to find those last couple of minutes of the show and discover exactly how it was announced that after they told a noob that he was not chosen, that he was chosen, and that there will be 13 in the top 12. Simon said it was decided recently. I have my doubts. I think this may have been planned from the beginning of the season. <sighs> but that's the major... For the first time ever, American what's, Idol's top 12 is 13. What's the news I care about? That you and I both care about. You already know this because we've been lamenting, but Stephen Page quit the Man Naked Ladies. <sighs> and it happened yeah, over a week ago. feeling good again! Have me some pizza. And it happened over a week ago, and it was not publicized enough for me to pick it up before last weekend. It was in my newspaper, but I was a few days behind in reading the newspaper. As usual. Man. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry to bum you out. And the ladies are still going to make a new album in April. They're still going to go on tour. They're just minus one of their main guys, Stephen Page. 
My question is, how are they going to do the live shows? Without him? Yeah. Without him? No, no. I mean, who's going to be singing his part? Ed. Unless it's a duet, and then one of the other guys. Or maybe they'll bring somebody else in, the guest on tours. Well, I always say that because his vocal range and Ed's vocal range are two different things. I know. That's just, oh my god. I know. For those of you who aren't too familiar with Bare Naked Ladies, Stephen Page is one of the two lead singers. And one of the two lead writers of the Was, group. yeah. Was, until he quit. And they said it was a mutual decision after his drug rehab and everything. Yeah, well... Yeah, you told me about that when I, right, like day before I was coming home to Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, we, normally we leave Sunday, but we left Monday instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was that was a definitely. I remember I looked it up, and mm-hmm. on uh, in the condo, it was it was mm-hmm. mutual. I have nothing else to add to that. Uh, cause it's Nick and I's favorite, favorite band. It's, it's our favorite band. Major bum out. Yeah. We've seen them the last two times they've come to town. They're on tour again next year. I don't care where it is. Nick and I will find some place to meet and see their show. Yes, we will. Whether it be in Cincinnati or Columbus or Kentucky, we will find a way to make it to a Bare Naked Ladies show. Um, anyway, I've got plenty of other news, though, too. Brothers and Sisters... Uh, it's not Brothers and Sisters' fault. It's ABC's fault. They ran a promo for the two-hour Brothers and Sisters, which I'll talk about during the review section, that there was going to be a major death, and there was no death in the episode. It was purely a stunt to get people to tune in. And Ocello was even like, don't ask me. I know. It's wrong. So I'm pretty pissed off at ABC. They pissed me off by doing that. Yeah, that, they did that with Eli Stern, remember? That they said Katie Holmes was going to be on the first week, and she wasn't on until the second week. Oh, uh, did they say she was going to be on the first week, or did they just say, on Eli Stone, coming up? They would. They went to a scene from the episode. Mm-hmm. They would say, uh, Eli Stone's back, starring Sigourney Weaver and Katie Holmes. Mm-hmm. And only that was partially correct. And they would just show constant clips of Katie well, that, Holmes. That's, that's kind of misleading, but I wouldn't call that an outright lie. This is an outright lie to tell me there's going to be a death and then nobody dies. I mean, ABC does run misleading promos that piss me off. But this was an outright lie. How dare they lie to you? I'm quite upset. They owe me an apology. There should be. Um, Andrew McCartney. McCarthy or McCartney? The Andrew McCartney. Eli. And Cynthia Watros will play Lily's parents on the Gossip Girl spinoff. Cynthia Watros, golly gee. Dum, bum, ba, Cynthia Watros from Lost. She played... Lily. Livy. Livy on Lost. And Andrew McCartney from Listen to the Jungle. Because <laughs> yeah. she didn't live. <laughs> and Andrew McCartney that Nick oh, likes no. Lipstick lip Jungle. I, I other had things. food in my mouth, so it mm-hmm. probably did sound like that, but you're like, Liv- no, no, Livy. Oh, no, Livy, you caught yourself. I mm. thought that was funny, though. I did. But it's ironic because she doesn't live. She's not Livy. <laughs> She's uh, steady. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, but they're going to star in the new Gossip Girl spinoff as Lily's parents. Lily will be the main character. And Ryan Hansen from Veronica Mars will play a guy that she hooks up with and dates for a while. The big Grey's Anatomy thing finally broke, even though the episode hasn't aired yet. The secret that Izzy was seeing Denny is because she has cancer. cancer. Now, Denny, who just completed Watchmen, is filming a new movie soon. And as of the time they went to press this past week, he had not filmed any Grey's Anatomy for a while. He hasn't been in the last couple episodes. So apparently he just disappeared after giving his warning to her. And we're not going to see Denny again anytime soon. Uh, thank God. I think it's kind of disappointing. Well, it was getting weird, though, wasn't it? Oh. 
it was way past weird, but to just pull him off abruptly without waiting till it was explained was pretty annoying. Yeah. Uh, Melissa George, who just completed her Grey's Anatomy arc, will star in U.S. Attorney for CBS. Um, Penny of The Big Bang Theory is getting a love interest who is a comic book nerd, <sighs> but it will not be one of the four main guys. Um, let's see. Um, these things aren't really in order, so I'm just going to go in the order that I wrote them down. Go for it. Rihanna will testify against Chris Brown. And she's recording his uh, tapes. Mm-hmm. Charmaine will be happy that she grew a spine, spine and decided to stand up for herself. Well, I would be, too. I mean, I mean, my God. He beat her. She looked really bad. And we've been talking about the story for several weeks, but then so is everybody else. So I'm glad that she's going to testify. Lauren Conrad has left the hills. Let me say that again and let it sink in because this is huge. It's Lauren Conrad has left the hills. Nick, do you know what she even looks like? You know, no she's, clue. Me neither. Yeah. But I guess she's like one of the main people on the hills. And that this is like life shattering that she's leaving the hills. Mm. Will the hills still be there? Yes. I don't see a problem. Yep, me neither. Okay. I tried to watch the show once. It was really dumb, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly Madison, Hugh Hefner's best girl for the last seven years who recently broke up with him. Yeah. Is joining this season of Dancing with the Stars after Jewel was sidelined for an injury. So she, Hugh Hefner called and pulled some so strings because he knew she really wanted to do it. travel show and Dancing with the Stars? Mm. No, Bridget is doing the travel show. Oh, Okay. Holly's the main girlfriend. She was the one that shared the bedroom with her. I just... I, Bridget still, and Kendra had their own bedrooms. That still seems wrong to me for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and I'll talk about the Girls Next Door finale in our review section. But she is... Jules out, and so is that other um, host from, like, Entertainment is injured, but she hasn't been replaced yet. Kristen? Sure. I don't know. I don't know who it is. I don't remember. Oh. Um... Amy Ryan will officially be back for the Office season finale, which I think uh, we had talked about for a while. But well, it's official though now. Right, and the Office is also casting a mini Dwight. <laughs> That's funny. To no me. word what that plot will be or how long they'll stick around, but That's Heroes, funny. despite their plummeting ratings, is still NBC's top show, ranked up tied with like The Office for top rated show. So they will get at least eighteen to twenty episodes next season. Yeah. To give Brian Fuller a chance to turn it well, around. Did you hear how that all went down? Yeah. Well, down on Twitter. Greg Grenberg tweeted that it was going to be... He didn't know if they were coming back. Well, and he meant, NBC you know, jumped forward. He said it was because all the crews every year... Because technically... No, this is... I'm, That's I, what he said is backpedaling? Well, I sort of agree. I sort of... I think it. he was half telling the truth. I think he was backpedaling. Because I, I have a friend or, that works with the CGI companies yeah. that do for movies... And you would think that once you get a job there, you stay until the next movie. You start the next movie. The only problem is there are sometimes where effects house they don't have nothing going on for about four months. Uh huh. That means they they pay nobody except for like the top brass. Yeah. So that means those people they're technically contractors. So they yeah. move on to the next next studio job. Well, even so, ha- part of me part of me thinks it's backpack. Like the other part of me thinks it was Greg Grunberg's cat crafty way to get picked up for another season. I don't because know. Because of the fan backlash from that having been posted. 
Yeah, but he's he thinks season three is great, and you know, no, I mean, no offense, Greg. I, I'm like I three love, weeks behind on watching season three because is just because not only is it because that you're behind, it's just because you know it's not as good or um, so like that. It's dropped in my priorities because it's not as good. Yeah. But then I also let twenty four get three weeks backed up, and it is as good. So uh, part of it's a time issue, part of it's decreased. See, I almost thought, I, I'm really coming close to just not watching it anymore. Oh, give it a chance through Brian Fuller. If Brian Fuller returns and it doesn't pick back up, then I would say give it to the first couple episodes of next season. Well, Arcello said the last few episodes were actually really good. So I'm, and yeah. he doesn't hold really steer your, me wrong on the judgment. shows that I do watch. Well, so. Yeah, hold your judgment because Brian Fuller's coming back and that should be the rescue. Hopefully. Uh, Daft Punk is scoring Tron 2. Which I don't know what to think about that. I like, don't either. Because it was a little bit past my time, I was not one of the ones that thought Tron was just the most coolest thing ever. I've never seen it. It's I saw it when I was like four or five. That uh-huh. and the Black Hole were uh, same kind. Like my dad, I remember like really seemed to enjoy them. Uh-huh. I didn't really. I think I think what's it called looked really cool. Tron looked cool, but mm-hmm. it couldn't hold my interest. Aww. So. Oh, I forgot another hero story I had. The season finale will feature two deaths and one fake out. Allie Larder will be one of those three, but no telling whether she's a real death or a fake-out. But the two deaths will be permanent deaths, not a temporary fake-out death. Yes, but okay, here's the, here's the funny thing. One of those deaths, if it is actually Allie Larder, guess what? There'll be another clone. No, no, they said this would be the end the of these two actors. Well, they said one of the blonde, be a blonde girls, too. actually, uh, it doesn't say it's either Bria Grant, uh, Kristen, or Allie Larder, or what's her name, plays the cheerleader. They, Hayden, one of the, one of the blondes, yeah, the, yeah, one of them asked to be released from their contract. Well, Hayden's been asking, and so is Allie, and they've been denied, so. But there will be two permanent deaths at the end of the season. I and know. one fake out. I, you know, you know how the, the, the season has been acting so far? Yeah. It feels like season one over again, like it's Brian Fuller's chance to redo the last few episodes. Because mm. in case, uh, for yeah. those who don't know, like Jimmy possibly... Uh, Parkman's the going to be is there's supposedly going to be a bomb in DC now. He painted the mural exactly like mm. where uh, was it the painter from the first one, season yeah. did. And guess who the bomb is supposedly? It's Parkman himself. Mm. I'm just like oh god. Well maybe he'll redo it better. I see that's the thing. I love all every almost every actor in that show, but mm. like the Greg show Rubber's itself. My favorite. Well, I, I I like Greg, but and see I, I, I like Hero. I want Heroes is my other favorite. I I don't know if I could choose between the two of them. I had pre-existing love for you know, you know You know what my favorite part of the entire Hero show is? What? You know how they have those new promos, that bumpers that end at the end of the thing where it shows Hero or, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, Maya Saki and Greg Grumber going... Just singing and stuff, yeah. MBC. That's the highlight of almost every Monday night from Heroes and not the show. And I mean that with... I love both those guys. Oh, yeah. If they could just put them in like a buddy cop show... Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be better than Heroes. J.J. Abrams, that's your task. Buddy cop show. (laughs) Make it weird, though. Not too... Not fringe weird, but weird enough to make it unique so that it gets... Make it a comedy version of Fringe. Like Evolution or... Make it a psych-like version of like... A psych-like version. A psych-like version of Fringe. There you go. Like, maybe Greg Gumberg is the crazy psychic. You know, I think that would fix our economy, too. I think we just solved all the world's problems. Which is good, because our energy was really dragging in the show, and it's time we well, stepped well, it Well, no, the, the, prob- no, the problem with the show, 
so tonight so far, I mean, that we've been cramming our faces with pizza. Yeah. And we are not consumed by the pizza anymore. And, and now so we are now talking we freely. Yes. Yeah. No, I see. I was not as thrilled with the first season of Heroes. That yeah, I, mean, I still I thought it was good, but everybody and their brother was saying this is the best show ever. I'm like, it's good, but season two really did it for me. See, I. I thought season two wasn't as good. And I thought the beginning see, of season three was pretty good, but I thought I did think it petered off. After I've a while. never actually seen season two straight through on DVD. Really? And shows like that can sometimes live or die better on DVD. On DVD. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like for me, Lost season two when I was airing it, because mm-hmm. I joined in season two, went week by week. To me, I thought it was better than season one. Now everyone else was like, "No, Lost season one's better." Ooh, I disagree. I think season one was the weakest of the Lost seasons. No, I'm talking about by the time. By the, by the end yeah. of season two, yeah. everyone says season one was better than season two. I have thought Lost has gotten better from day one, other than dragging a little bit through parts of season two. But that's okay. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everyone, most everyone who started the show from the beginning is like season two just ain't cutting it. And for me, every week it was like this uh, is the best show ever. Well, see, I and then I watched it on DVD. I watched it on yeah. DVD, and it did flow. I mean, the ending, the beginning and ending is really good, but in the middle it did drag. The a middle bit more. it drags. See, I like the beginning and the ending. I agree. And then I thought season three took the whole thing up another notch, and season four took it up another notch. Oh, I agree. And season five has been so solid. Oh yeah. I don't think Lost has had a bad episode in two or three years. Like, oh, I don't they think have, so either. Season four and five, I can't identify a single episode that. Okay, that's not true. The Jack Tattoo episode in season four that dragged. But other than that, can you identify another dragging episode in the last two seasons? No, I can't. And and, and I know Will I always come into. you back me up with a Jack Tattoo episode? <sighs> yes and no. I'm mm-hmm. going to. Go, I'm going to sign on the writers though on that, just simply for the simple fact that. It felt like they were trying to force flashbacks at that point on Jack. Well, his story been told and. Well, but here's the problem. And see, this is this is this is what my problem with people who hate the Godzilla movie, the the last Godzilla movie that came out, was that people were like you got to make him make make him faster. They made him faster. People got pissed off. People yeah. said one of the mysteries on the thing, this is before the mysteries are getting actually interesting, it was always the black smoke monster. What do those tattoos mean? I never what heard are, anything about his tattoos. Oh, they, Doc Jensen talked about all the time at I EW. Never Kristen did too. I well, I, did. I didn't follow those sites back, back in the day. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so when they, so that was them, and that was them back then when they were trying to I still don't know give answers for is. everything. Well, we won't learn that probably till the last the, five episodes. Uh, but the statue, I guess that was the explanation, that it just proved how old the island was. Seeing it Maybe in the past, Atlantis. they probably aren't going back to it. They said it was probably just a, they showed the full statue in the ancient well, past. Well, they to have to the tie back, it, obviously it ties back into the smoke monster because of the hieroglyphics on the wall, so it has to tie in somehow. Maybe. We just won't see it. Maybe or maybe not. I, I think it touched. Maybe they end. just chose a cave. Maybe the smoke monster just likes to hide near the hieroglyphics because it was a cave. Oh, that's true, too. I don't know. But anyway. Anyway, uh, we got... Okay, lots of stuff. I know. Melinda will be pregnant on Ghost Whisper very soon. Her character will be Pregos. I've been scanning that. I actually like, watched almost the whole last episode because Jim figured prominently in. I still like the Jim parts, but I don't think I really want to watch the rest of the show. And it's gone weird, and I twittered about it, but uh, Zach is returning for Bones season finale. I love it when Zach comes back. I like Zach. Everyone likes Zach. Everyone does. Heather Locklear is pretty much a lock for the new Melrose place. I guess, would she starred in the old Melrose, but it was always with special guest star Heather Locklear. Even though she was in every episode, they'd always just tack on. With special guest star, the well, way she didn't start she, until towards I think the, towards the end of the first season or the second. Season. Okay, well when she joined, it was always with special guest star, but it was still in the opening credits, sort of the way Gilmore Girls had always said, and also featuring, and they had Grandpa Gilmore as like a special Edward Herman, 
Yeah. yeah. They'd always have a special thing. And they said that's what she would do in Melrose. She'd basically be there all the time, but they would give her a special notation, a special guest star. Oh, my God. Speaking of Gilmore, Alex Bledel, who played Rory on Gilmore, nice will, transition. will uh, be in the two-hour ER finale as a brand-new intern. And speaking of ER, my, the TNT is going to start the series over this coming Wednesday in three days, two and a half days now, from yeah, the that pilot. Will lead up to from the, the pilot. Finale. No, from the pilot of ER. That's what I'm saying. Well, it, lead up it, to the finale? No, they'll only get like a season or two in before the finale. Oh, okay. But for those of you who have never watched ER, like me... I want to jump in on the ground floor, and I don't want to buy the DVDs because I'm poor and I've got enough stuff to watch. So starting on Wednesday on TNT, I'm recording ER five days a week. We'll see how easy it is to keep up with it. But yeah, I really want to okay, do it. you barely keep up on anything right now. I know. So if I kill I, my... Gonna, it's gonna, it, I'm going to try you're, it. I'm gonna, you're going to fail. I... I know. I Back in the day, I hate to say well, this that is how I watched the practice, though. I watched the practice on reruns five days a week, but that was back when I only recorded a handful of shows when I first got a DVR. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't mean to say you're a failure, but I just knowing how you are now. I'm like, gonna try it because I really want to watch ER. I really do, and it started with the pilot right there on I'll, Wednesday. Hey, if you do do it and you keep it up to the point where I think it's the second season where they do a live episode. Ooh. It, yeah, I think Clooney directed it too. It's Ooh. all it's live. It's really as live. Now to my only disappointment about that TNT thing is if they, they did have extended episodes of ER and those extended scenes would probably be cut. So what I'll probably do is if I like the beginning. Then I'll jump on the DVD wagon. But, we'll but hey, you pot. You said you might get Netflix when you move. I am so going to get you, Netflix when I move. Well, oh, I'm sorry. If not before. Well, fuck. <laughs> but point no, I is, am getting it get so that. I can sell some DVDs to pay for the wedding. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Life on Mars was canceled, which you know. I but know. they got the heads up, so they are filming a finale. Yes. And Gretchen Mall is being uh, courted to be the third witch in the Witches of Eastwick series. Wasn't a uh, which we had reported the Kristen other two last Chenoweth week. and or trust wait a minute Kristen Chenoweth and uh, oh my God what's his name uh, I have a Kristen Chenoweth and Victor Garber yeah story. Victor Garber that's not Witches of Eastwick what is that then that is Fox's new music comedy Glee so we're gonna try uh, once again for a music comedy how many times have they tried a music comedy the only one who I think successfully pulled it off and they didn't do it all the time was Eli Stone. It wasn't a music comedy. It only had one song an episode. But we're talking like full blown. What was that show that lasted three episodes that was really bad? I thought it didn't happen. I didn't even think it lasted one. I thought it only lasted one. No, they Viva, end up airing two or three. Viva Laughlin. Viva Laughlin. It's gonna be Viva Laughlin. Or Hugh Jackman. Or there was like a cop show in the '90s that did the same thing. That was a musical series. Oh, see, I don't remember that. I never that. saw. No, I, I never it. saw it, but I remember when Viva Laughlin Viva came Laughlin out hearing was about horrible. it. Horrible. It was. So this is a full fledged Viva Laughlin style music comedy and. Kristen Chenoweth and Victor Garber have been signed as recurring characters. Okay. Um, two Smallville actors will die in the May finale, and again, they will stay dead like the heroes. One of them will probably be Doomsday. Doomsday, because he's the only one that's not signed to come back. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I'm guessing, will be a recurring character, because all the other main cast members are signed to return. And they said one was a big thing for longtime Smallville fans, and one wasn't. So I'm thinking Doomsday, and maybe they'll bring back his mother just to kill her or something. Because Doomsday's not in the in the Smallville lexicon, he'd be the le- lesser impact. And see, he's gonna kidnap Chloe. So that made me think it was gonna be Chloe, but they had already said they'd wait a minute, the wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, I oh, I don't believe. Okay, I think it's gonna be either that or they'll bring Lana Lang back to kill her. Can I state yes. that what did Doom? What was Doomsday' ultimate purpose? As of now, Doomsday no, 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 no. So forget abused. forget the show. Okay, what was Doomsday's? No. And Clark. 
to kill Superman. And to destroy the world. And guess what he did? He, he killed, killed Superman. Superman. They're what? not going to kill Tom Welling. Okay. Th okay. But what happened with Superman? He came back to life after he was dead. Four there you go. That's not what they're doing. You know what? If they if they if they do that, that'd be pretty cool. If they do that, then I might have a gleam of respect for that they show. They are bringing back the whole uh, the they, whole Legion in the finale. Too. Well, I don't care about the Legion, but if they if they if, if, kill if, if they kill Doomsday and not kill Superman, I will be that will that, that will that right will there ruin the mark. show forever. No, no, the show already is on bad blood with me because I know, of but Superman this will be the and final nail in the the they all, that means I will never ever try to watch it. I know. Now um, watch me say that, and I'll fucking do it, and now I have to watch it. God I, damn I it. DVDs. Uh, Scott Wolf will be starring in V, that new show V that they're doing. <sighs> more, more. Mark Valley apparently will be leaving Fringe because he's going to star in the Human Target for Fox. Well, he's not been really used TV. either. He's been in the opening credits though since the pilot. He's still in the opening credits every week, even though he never appears. Well, you know, it's probably good anyway because he's married to that blonde girl, the lead character. Yes. In real life, and you know that, so that always takes problems. Supposedly, there's going to be a large reveal in the finale of How I Met Your Mother that about the mother. They're either going to reveal the mother or something about the mother or how he meets the mother. They're, they're going to say the they're going to reveal who the mother is. Yeah, and they're going to say and the key gonna, phrase. And the Robin... Oh, yeah, How I Met Your Mother. And the Robin-Barney um, thing is going to come to a head and finally be resolved in the finale. He said they've been teasing all year and they're going to keep teasing it, but they can't yeah. drag it out any longer than the whole season. They should And you know what? I'll be I think little... dragging it out the whole season's been hell. But well, cause that show is all about dragging it out. So yeah, that <laughs> the last news story I have was kind of a big one. Um, the new season of Curb Your oh, you Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, all four Seinfeld stars will return for a multi-episode arc together. Yeah, I heard about that. I'm actually sort of sort of excited. I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's always been one of the shows I want to see, but I don't get HBO. But that sounds so it, awesome. It's the first time they've all been reunited, and it's not just one episode; it's multi-episode. Right. I mean, Larry David made them, so. He should. Pretty much. They should do what he wants. It's. Uh, it's like it's considered the most awkward show ever, but mixed yeah. with Seinfeld and it's a doc. It, oh no, no, it's like The Office mixed with Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah, and it's the guy weird. just walks. And I guess two of them, Louis, Julia, Louis Dreyfus, and Jason Alexander, have already appeared on Criminal yes. and they're gonna pick up their characters as they were on there, and then they're adding Jerry and Kramer in. I, you know, I'm going to feel a little bad for Michael Richards and R Michael Richards right now, I'll be very honest, because that show, there's no script. Yeah. Okay, and you know Larry David, he is going to probably oh, rip probably. him apart. And not to say he doesn't deserve it. He does. But I'm yeah. going to feel a little bit, my heart's going to break a little bit in there. But We just rewatched the Seinfeld finale this week, because my girl, uh, TiVo Seinfeld, that's like her favorite show that... She doesn't like any of the shows I record, apparently, except for How I Met Your Mother. Morgan likes Seinfeld. She loves Seinfeld. So, anyway, that's all the news I got, and that was probably a long news bit here. We'll be right back, right after this. Ryan Howard, Holly Flax, David Wallace, Future Facts, Jim Halbert, Dwight Schultz, Mustard Yellow Shirt, Creed, Bretton, Michael Scott, Daryl's cool, Toby's not, Workspace, not an office, everybody hurts. Elizabeth, the whore. 
Lord, Todd packed the Sith Lord, Hunter that one night, you, you made, made everything, everything alright. Watermark, fun run, beer meeting, Stanford's done, it's not late, it's twice, Stanley's gonna be alright. Ryan's out of the fire, it's just started burning, the test is learning. Ryan's out of the fire, but he didn't hide it, because why find it? That's what she said, squeaky chair, bobblehead, healthcare, sprinkles, bandit, throwing stars, liars don't have mountains, bars, bleeding nipples, carol skills, baby picture, rabies kills, Bob Vance, fire boy, and a kidnapped pizza boy, Pamela, ding dong, are you a fan of William Hung, fire crawl, hate ball, insults in the bathroom stall, beat bomb, false alarm, women have weak arms, well today it is me, soon we are shall fall, Ryan started the fire. It's just all is burning, we just trust the learning. Ryan started the fire, but he didn't hide it because why did they find it? Sugar boobs, the Vinci code. Are you calling me a hoe? Dwight, you ignorant slut. Stanley Nichols, root box. Silly merchant yogurt caps. Hidden weapons, email taps. Dinner party, business school. Pencil pens, give me knocks. That cheesy feet is toasted, oh boom roasted Oscar is really gay, I love pretzel day All the middle right pod, Ben Franklin's lightning rod It's now it is birthday, I know I ask you sick today Ryan started the fire, it just started burning He's a still learning Ryan started the fire, but he didn't hide it Because why did they find it? Booze cruise, broken hip, no dog, paper clips. Have you seen Jan's boobs? Look, Look Ryan's on, on YouTube. Ed truck is out of luck, careful, Dwight's got nunchucks. Party planning, comedy, drama, googie googie. Gimli nerd, commanding third. Look, Toby killed the bird. Hey, it's great in this city, Ben Beasley, will you marry me? Ryan started the fire. Martin Nash, Kevin's Eminem stash Ungrateful fiat mine Boy, have you lost your mind Dumbo fat, what's the text? By the face, who's jinx next? Sushi bar, CIA, gaydar Hate crime Does the carpet match the drapes? Can you make a wooden stake? Second life, I was raped Making near the quill tapes Mexican lemonade, the world needs a new place Falling into a lake, the pen breaks in his face Lions started the fire I did not forget. You know what? People are going we to be wondering. We don't know if you forgot or not. People are going to be listening to this going, did he cut something out? What are you talking about? If he did, it was just talking about stuff we're doing next week. But Yes. Uh, anyway. That, you know, involved the other castmates and us. That's true. Now, I don't think there was anything to review this week. I'm, I'm thinking there weren't like any TV shows or movies that were particularly big. Nothing uh, that's a note comes to mind. Oh, See, I totally disagree with that. Really? Yeah. There's a huge movie out right now. There was? Yes, but we're going to talk about that last, because I have an ethical quandary for you, sir, with it. Okay. 
What, what, and also are, are you, you going to review? Oh, you're going to review the Jonas Brothers concert movie. I am. I am. But let's hold that off at the end <laughs> to 3D or not to 3D. That is the question. But first, a word from Jimmy. Uh, first, before we do a word from me, we better let our listeners know that it's not Jonas Brothers. So don't think that. Yeah, just watch it, them. It, tune yeah. in at the end. Don't hang up. You need to stick around to hear Nick's well, watch. Yes, them. yes. That, okay. Um, Brothers and Sisters of the two-hour movie mm-hmm. was Rob Lowe's Life in Danger. And I think Calista Flockhart's going to divorce him. Which makes me wonder if Rob Lowe's going to stick around the show. Um, he did some some things that aren't quite moral for his. He put his political career ahead of his family repeatedly, and I think it's going to going to be the end of their relationship. And they just got married like a season ago, two seasons ago, I guess. Because it was the him end and of Sally life. Field, Rob Lowe and Calista Flockhart. Oh, I was like, wait a second. Rob Lowe was reoccurring at the end of season one, and then he was added as a main character for season two because he married Calista Flockhart. Right, right. So they've only been married like two seasons. Okay. But he's been acting like an asshole lately. Um, I loved the two-hour, though. I mean, that show's so solid. I can see Tommy's crash and burning coming, and they've already started it and, like, full-fledged on the show this week, and it's just going to be great. I love it. Um, I do think Justin and Rebecca are going to break up, which is going to deeply depress me. But Calista Flockhart's going to be a single single mommy of a black baby, and it's going to be really good. Um, What? Yeah, they had... Yeah, the, nah, you know what? Just keep going. They adopted a baby, and the birth mother gave birth in the two-hour po- thing, too. But Rob Lowe missed the birth because he was trying to announce his run for governor, and they had a heart attack, and they thought he was going to die, and then he got out of the hospital, missed the baby's birth, but he got home from the hospital, and he was like, okay, I'm going to put my family first, and he did the, the less risky surgery that wouldn't allow him to run... But then he did a press release that said, oh, yeah, it was just a minor thing, and I'm still running for governor. And the way his wife found out about it was through the television. So I think their marriage is over. Good. Get him out there. I love Rob Lowe, though. He just can't stick with the show, can he? He can't. He does a couple seasons, and then he leaves. That prick. That fucking prick. He was so good on the West Wing, and he left him high and dry. Although he did do... He came back for the last few well, didn't he, episodes Didn't he want money, though? Like, that was the thing. I like think he, he did want more money. And they weren't going to pay Well, him. he was still, like, the top-billed cast member on that show. What a prick. Because he was billed as the star at the beginning. What a prick. You know what? Kick him in kick But he in he face. came back for, like, the last six episodes of the series. Don't try to justify him coming back. That I just guy. love Rob Lowe, and it makes me mad he's doing that. Hey, um, I like... One of my favorite movies of his mm-hmm. is a movie that barely anyone's seen. You know, so, and I'm not talking about his sex tape from the early 90s. I'm talking about... That is pretty hot. I'm talking about the movie The Specials. I love that movie. Uh, Did I see that movie? I think I did. I tried to show it to you. I don't think you watched it. I thought I did watch that. Yeah, with, uh... Yeah, yeah, I did. With James Gunn and, uh, Pam Beasley, what's her name? Yeah. That's how they met and they got married. Yeah, Jennifer Fisher. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie, I think. I I love that movie. But he, and he's such a tool in it, too. Yeah, well... Jamie Kennedy. He's kind of a tool in real life, so... Oh, there you go, yeah. Anyway, um, Jimmy Fallon premiered on Late Night. Yeah. I rate him as on par with Jimmy Kimmel, above Jay Leno, but far below Craig Ferguson, Letterman, or Conan. Conan. It was okay. I mean, Cameron Diaz was really funny, doing the dance with him and stuff. I only watched the first three episodes so far. I was going to watch all five the first week, but the other two were just on my TiVo. Uh, Tina Fey was fairly funny, but nothing too special. Yeah. Robert De Niro was his first guest, and he talked over Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro said maybe ten words the whole interview. Because Jimmy Fallon kept, like, 
telling stories and interrupting him, and then he did an impression of him and made Robert do an impression of him, and that was really the only good thing Robert got to do was an impression of Jimmy Fallon, which was a terrible impression, by the way. But, uh... Well, yeah. I bet Robert De Niro walked out and was like, fucking kid. I mean, he barely got to talk, and he didn't seem upset that he didn't get to talk. He seemed very contented. Like, he expected you know that he wouldn't get to talk. You know what? I bet you anything NBC just handed him a big fat wad of cash saying thank just you for... Just sit here, we'll let Jimmy Fallon talk. Just, just do, if he interrupts you, you're fine, here's your money, well, and, he, and he just Jimmy like... Jimmy Fallon wasn't asking questions, he kept telling stories instead. Well, I, you, know what, you know what I think his problem is? Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to emulate Craig Ferguson. Well, as soon as... Well, but see, Robert De Niro was his first guest, and that's the only guest he did it to in the three nights I watched. In fact, even that first night, the second guest was Justin Timberlake, and they made Robert De Niro sit on the couch while Justin Timberlake was on stage, too. Now, see, I like that. And Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon were... Justin Timberlake was the best guest I watched, because they were riffing, and they were doing, talking it up on the Barry Gibbs talk show, because that's what they would do on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake brought him a signed autograph picture from um, Barry Gibbs, and they did, like, talking it up. On the Jimmy Fallon talk right, show, and then right. Justin Timberlake did like uh, impressions of John Mayer and stuff. And it was just really fun. He wasn't the musical guest, there was a separate musical no, guest. No, no, yeah, I know. Uh, it was really funny. I mean, some of his skits, though, like Lick Something for $10 was hilarious. I don't know why it was hilarious. That's why it we did it in the opening. It shouldn't have been hilarious, but it was. And then his other sketches, I don't even remember any of them. That's how not memorable they were. But I do like The Roots as his house band. Like, they do more than the normal house band, it seemed to, at least in the beginning. At least he has It gives him some flavor. Some people, like that Scottish Conus guy, poor him, he don't have a band. He oh. has unicorn puppets. That's true. Lovely unicorn puppets that are $10 and not 5 Because CBS gave him a raise. Anyway, Woo-hoo! go ahead. Um, Reaper premiered back in I know, week. I totally missed it. I was so mad. I liked it a lot. It's a good twist. I know they're trying like hell to get in a third season, and they, they had to bring it this season, and they told him what they wanted him to bring, and they brought it for the season premiere. Like, we found out more of the devil lore that he had all these other children and blah, blah, blah. Now Sock's got a new hot stepsister and they all moved back into Sock's house because they've been gone for a month. And unlike normal shows where if you've been gone for a month, they just pretend like nothing had changed in their absence and they get to keep their house and job. No, they were evicted from their apartment and Ted fired them and put a warrant out and told them if they showed up on property, he would have them arrested, which they did because they were homeless and they broke in there and slept there before they moved into Sock's house. But uh, then they found enough blackmail on Ted that they forced him to give them their jobs back and not to file charges on them. Nice. It was pretty sweet because they like realized that all the like flyers for handyman and electricians and all this stuff were just Ted. And he was taking company product and reselling it at a higher price and going and installing it for them. So they had him yeah. totally blackmailed. It was pretty cool. And Andy and Sam, it wasn't like nice and easy back together, but she did like show signs of forgiving him by the end of the episode. So I'm hoping it'll work out next week. Ben dates some demon. And it was really cool, too, because the devil gave him a much bigger challenge because he took a month off. So he had, like, 30 or 40 bad guys that he had to capture. And they yeah, had, like, the spike club. Yeah, a prod or something. Yeah, a cattle prod, but it had to recharge. So he couldn't just run in and start, like, poking them. And the way he figured it out, this was ingenious. He ended up, like, getting a few of them, of course. And they did, like, the whole sugar plum fairy. Do, 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 Where the sock and Ben lowered him on a rope. And he was swinging back and forth and tapping them with the cattle prod while they were all asleep because they bought a bunch of beer. On, with the company credit card, work bench credit card, since they're blackmailing Ted, they can do whatever now. And left the beer there and got them really, really drunk until they passed out. Left the beer truck sitting outside their headquarters. And then they did that, but then, of course, they dropped Sam in the middle of all the guys. Well, and they're Mala. chasing him around, and they're about ready to kill him, and he finds a fire hose and he sprays them all down, and like it keeps them back for a minute, but then it runs out of pressure. 
And then he's like, oh shit, oh shit, it's not working. And then he looks at the ball, and he looks at the water and the pool of water underneath him, and he puts the rod right into the water, and it fries them all. Ingenious. But the other big twist at the end was one of them was still there after that. And he's like, what's going on? And he, he's like, oh dude, I wasn't really with him. I was just hanging out. I'm not escaped from hell. And Sam's like, whatever. And he sticks him with it. And the guy's like, oh my god, oh my god, it worked, it worked, I'm free of Satan. And Sam's like, what? He's like, I did it. I escaped from the devil. The devil had me and I escaped. And Sam's like, wait, wait, there's a way out of the contract? And he's like, yeah. And Sam's like, well, you gotta tell me. He's like, I'll let you go if you tell me. Well, because the cow prod wasn't working anyway. And the guy's like, okay, give me the cow prod and I'll tell you how oh, I got out of the devil's yeah. deal. So he hands the cow prod to Sam and whacks Sam over the head. He's like, you idiot, and whacks him on the head. But he left the cattle prod. He didn't, like, run away, because Sam still got to turn the rest. So what it opened up with was this guy was found the loophole and got out of his contract with the devil. Nice. So that gives... So at that oh, point, Sam nice. and Andy were done, and Sam goes to Andy and says, there's a loophole. I don't know what it is, but this is the guy, and he's got his file, because the devil gave him files and all the right, 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 right. And said, right, we right. track this guy down, we get out of the contract, and we can be together. And Andy's like, okay. Nice. So... It was it was freaking sweet. Like it really stepped it up. Oh, see, I'm so mad that I forgot to tape it. You should watch on Hulu or something if it's there. Well, it wouldn't be because it's Hulu's Fox and NBC. But find it online somewhere because it was awesome. Uh, also, Celebrity Apprentice premiered. Did you watch that? No. You failed on that too. Dude, I was gone. I know. There was more I felt drama. Like shows. There was more drama in the first two hours of Celebrity Apprentice this season than there was in the entire last season combined. Wow. And I've got the breakdown on all my cast members on our asset bar. Yeah. So you should check out the asset bar for the the big thing. Two ninety nine a month. Review. Um, gets extra information about our our favorite shows. Crap. So all I'm gonna say is just real briefly because I don't want to give a long review on this since I already put it on the asset bar and right, I, right. I don't want to cheat out our paying fans. But Scott Hamilton and Tom Green are like my two favorites this season. I see. And it. I'm against the girls. I really am. Guy, I'm. I'm but the guys do have a dumb team name. Well, yeah, I. Kotu, Kings of the Universe. I, I, what? Well, where did they get that from? Freaking uh, uh, Scientology? Just, that, no, they were just like, oh, we're all kings. We're man among men. We're kings of the universe. And somebody goes, K O T U, Kotu. Whatever. It was dumb. And they even got called on it by Trump that it was dumb. But I like who got sent home the first time. Andrew uh, Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay twice. He like insulted Donald Trump, and Donald Trump said nothing. Just stared at him for about three or four full seconds to impact that, you know, he heard him and then turned and started talking to somebody else without responding to Andrew Dice Clay twice. And the second time he turned to Dennis Rodman and on Best of Shit, our best week ever, they're like, wow, Andrew Dice Clay, how bad is it that rather than talking to you, he wants to talk to Dennis Rodman? Oh my God. Who should have, the other guy who could have been sent home and should have been sent home. But I, I agree with sending Andrew Dice Clay home. You know what's sad is that half the men are going to be eliminated before all the good guys. And the thing is, the guys team, I like the guys team so much better than the girls this year. I did last year too, pretty much, but you know what I mean. Well, no, yeah. The it's guys seem to work better than eh. uh, And the last review I have is they did the season finale of The Girls Next Door, which will be the last one where Holly, Bridget, and Kendra are Teff's girlfriends. Right. And the new season will be the twins, who have popped in for like a scene here or there for a couple weeks. So they're but following the other girls now next, se- next year? The next next season will be the twins and the third girl that he's dating, because he's got three girls right now. And the twins have been in a couple scenes already in the in this season, 
But it seemed like at the end they just put them in a couple scenes just so that we'd get them in our mind. And they ended the season with Hef was at the mansion kind of lonely and Kendra had moved out because she had met someone she wanted to date and she didn't want to sneak around behind Hef's back because they're not allowed to date other guys while they're dating Hef. And, you know, she just thought, she's 23, she'd been at the mansion since she was 18. She wanted to try living on her own, so she bought this, like, mini mansion. They must have got, like, the girls next door, with all the stuff they've done, they must be rich now, too. Because she bought a mini mansion. It had an old pool right. house behind it and stuff. God, I'm um, rich. Oh, uh, no. And it was pretty cool. Now, there's a new show called Kendra premiering this summer that's going to follow her. And Bridget has her show for the Travel Channel. And mm-hmm. after that, I know she's been offered a deal with E as well. And then um, <laughs> Holly's going to be at the Dancing with the Stars, but she's also been offered a deal. This is now. Like I think NTV. the three of them will probably appear in the new season a bit because Hef stays close and friends with his former girls. And the way they moved out, I don't know, it was a little disturbing because they couldn't decide if it was like a lover's goodbye or a father goodbye because he was telling Kendra like how proud of her he was and how much he'd miss her and he'd come visit her. And I don't know. But you could tell just by the press and stuff that they're all still, like, really close friends. That they didn't just, like, it wasn't bitter and they didn't abandon. Like, they all left Hef on really good terms. Oh, and, yeah. and on the show, they had gone and visited some of Hef's, Hef's other exes. So it seems like Hef has good relationships with his exes. Um, because, and then Bridget left because she was doing the Travel Channel. But as the season ended, she was going to be gone for four months to do the Travel Channel. And it, when they, the way they left it, she was intending to come back after the four months. Apparently, while she was gone for four months, she decided not to move back into the mansion. But she still had a bedroom when she left. She packed up all her clothes because she was going to be gone for a really long time. But oh, she didn't break up with Hef in that episode. Man. And then at the end, Hef was like, you know, Kendra's gone, Bridget's gone. And then Holly went away that weekend to do some work. And she just seemed really bummed out. And so, like, the next to last scene before he went and had the twins, he's in the office with Mary, his secretary. And she's on the show a lot. And he's just like, Mary, you know, I knew this was coming. He's like, I've known for a long time Kendra was going to move on soon. And, you know, Bridget, I can see her with this new career not coming back maybe. And Holly really wants to get married and have kids. And he's like, "Uh, you know, we're just, I'm just not going to do that at this point in my life. I don't want to get married and have kids again. So I know she hasn't been happy and I really want her to be happy. And I'm hoping she finds something. He's like, I hoped, you know, making her editor at Playboy would bring us closer together. But now it's become her new obsession because they had done that a season ago. That she's now an editor for Playboy. And so that was new, her new thing. Well, supposedly she's really good at it. And so the, it, was, it ended very good. And they were each given their own Playboy covers. And that happened in the next last episode. They'd always done, they'd done like a cover together two or three times. But they were going to get their own spreads without the other girls in it. And then they were going to release three covers for that issue. One with each of them you put together. It has them in front of the mansion. So they showed all that stuff. Um, it was kind of heartbreaking. I was very sad. I mean, it was kind of creepy when he was telling the girls goodbye. But it, it was done really tastefully and sad. And I felt bad for all of them. And Kendra, when she was going around and hugging the whole staff and crying, I was just like, wow. You know, she could hire the staff. She'll definitely be hiring some staff. But I don't think she'll hire too much staff because they're going to do the show Kendra. And if she hires a bunch of staff, what would be the point of doing the show Kendra? Because the point is going to be her trying to make it on her own after never having lived by herself because she went from her mom's house to Hef's house. Okay. Man. So, anyway, that's... Because she's all like, I've never gone grocery shopping, I've never, you know, whatever. And she or she had when she was at home with her mom, but she never gone grocery shopping on her own to buy her own food. And, you know, she never paid bills before. Jesus Christ. Because she remember mom paying bills to have paying bills. So she wanted to try some of these things. And she's dating that football player that she's getting married to that Hef's going to give her away. So, yeah, it should be, it should that be interesting. That is nuts. And her mom uh, and her grandma were like, don't break up with Hef. Don't move out of the mansion. She's uh, 23 years old. What mother would tell her 23-year-old to stay with her 85-year-old boyfriend? Mm, but I guess it's because he gave her this great life. 
So anyway, that's all I got about the Girls Next Door. So I think that's it for this episode. Nope. Tune in next week. Nope. For another episode of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. Nope, not at all. You don't think it's all? No, we I got can't think of anything the else. The Watchmen. Oh, did that premiere this week? Yes, it did. I haven't heard anything about this movie oh or seen God. any trailers at all. I offered to pay for your ticket and you you shot me down. I oh, you were offered to pay? Oh, we had all yes. these free movie passes. We weren't gonna ask you to pay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got an AMC gift card for Christmas and I have several buy one get one free tickets to AMC. Ugh. I didn't need the. It wasn't that. It was just it had been a really long week and we were both exhausted last night and so we stayed in and watched Diamonds Are Forever with Sean Connery as James Bond, but. And got a buy one get one free uh, Blizzard from Dairy Queen because oh, there's a coupon sounds, in this that Sunday. Sounds good. Ads or whatever. There's also a free Chipotle ad because oh, that oh, this cares. free Chipotle I heard about. I haven't looked at it yet. Is it only for one day or is it? I don't, don't know. I've heard. My paper is still at my house. Too. I better get it before Amanda steals it. So, so yeah, yeah. I have to say the first. This is a movie that. Uh, I see. I I want to know what your what your thoughts on, but you can't really give it to me now. I you, can tell you my thoughts based on the two page Newsweek article that I read about it right before I came, because Newsweek covered it this week. What were their thoughts? The reviewer said, you know, he had grown up loving and, this comic book, oh, okay. graphic novel, okay, so. and he went and saw the movie and said that the opening was really awesome with the montage and everything. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie did not live up to expectations. He said it was good, but he. Try, it seemed like he was trying to stay too faithful to the graphic novel, and he should have taken a page from Christopher Nolan or the third Harry Potter movie and strayed and done his own thing. And he said the girl was kind of the Jar Jar Binks of the piece. See, I disagree. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, uh, okay, the first time I watched it, I'll be, I'll be honest, it's me, John. So mm-hmm. John saw the movie, and I'll right. I ask him next week, or we'll do it for the Asset Bar. Well, hopefully I'll get see it this thoughts. week, too, because I do really want to see we'll it. Get you, we'll get you both. To, we'll put it on the Asset Bar, then. The Asset uh, Bar? Asset Bar. What an ass if you put it on the Asset Bar? I know, you know? So uh, the whole – it's me, John, and Dad – and there's these two guys, about in their 30s or 40s, big fat guys with big Watchmen shirts on. So obviously they're comic book fans. Yeah. And from the start of the movie, all the way to the end, they're like they're like fucking hyenas. <laughs> okay, now I don't know if you they talked about this in the Newsweek article, mm-hmm. but Doctor Manhattan, the big blue guy. Yeah. He doesn't like pants. Yeah. So you see his big cock. Yeah, I heard about big cock and balls. They should have put a penis. cock piece on him. Um. Well, see, I don't think that at all. I I think that was very true to the whole well, purpose of what Segal, or Siegel broke the mold, so you're allowed to show your penises now gratuitously. Well, is, see, that fit for what he's at for Doctor Manhattan. Jason mm-hmm. Siegel, I think that was just more for comic. Oh, purposes. totally was. But the difference, and this one was for more character purposes. The, mm-hmm. the but those guys, from the moment that the the the, the yellow screen came up with the credits to the very end, they laughed at everything. They laughed at Rorschach just walking into a room. <laughs> That's hilarious. Exactly, but it's freaking not. He just wa- It was really annoying. And got did he the- walk in a funny way? No, he didn't. Oh. Me and me and John are sitting there. We're all actually listening. Matter of fact, I think the guys in front of us went back to complain halfway through the movie because it was getting annoying. Yeah. And so uh, half the movie, the first time I saw it, was me trying to focus on bl- blaring that out. Yeah. And so the first time I saw it, you can get my opinions on that on the asset bar. But pretty much. I didn't know how I felt about the movie. I saw that you twittered about that. Yeah, so the I wanted to see it again, so I saw it last night again with my dad at eight o'clock showing, which there was barely anybody there. 
Really? Which, I, yeah, I think the film's going to bomb. Well, they said they weren't planning on a sequel anyway, so... Well, no. <laughs> because you can't. It's a standalone. It's a standalone piece. So it doesn't matter if it bombs. It, as far as the studio, well, you know what I mean? actually, it does sort of matter if it bombs because it funding for it, other superhero movies. It's a rated R movie that um, usually superhero movies aren't rated R, so this right? Is kind of a test. And, yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. And and I'll I'll be very honest with you. After seeing it the second time, and see, I'm not the one of the ones that thought the Dark Knight was was the shit. I loved the Dark Knight. Now, see, I liked the Dark Knight too, but my problem was I truly feel that without Heath Ledger in it, it would just been like Batman Begins, a mediocre. Uh, see, I disagree completely. A good movie, but it would just would have been Batman Two. I disagree completely. I thought. See, I I, I did. thought that it was really well done. Now and I'll see with this film, there's no major actor there that you can, except for maybe Billy Crudup, that you can sit there and go, okay, this is the reason why I'm watching. They're pretty much almost all people who are unknown or people that the general populace do not recognize. Mm-hmm. That will probably end up hurting the film, but the point is, it didn't distract me from what was going on. Yeah. And the, my problem with the first review, which you listen to it, is some of the musical scenes seem disjointed to me. Mm-hmm. The second time, I think also my other problem was, after reading the, the graphic novel, is I'm looking at the screen, and in my mind, I'm, I'm opening up the comic book, yeah. and I'm seeing, okay, that's they exactly... They did several for, frame by frame. Oh, my, I would say 90% of the movie is frame by frame from the comic book. Really? The reviews that Newsweek said it wasn't that... didn't say it was that much, but they said a lot of it Oh, was. it's it's pretty darn... Cl- I would at mm-hmm. least say at least 60% of the movie, then, if, if that's... Okay. Prob- 60 sounds more reasonable based on the article I read. Of course, I didn't agree with everything the article said because the article also said that Harry Potter 3 was better than Harry Potter 1 and 2, which I disagree with completely. Oh, I know. I think that's the weakest film. The third one? Yeah. I do too because they run around in jeans and sweatshirts and that pissed me off. That didn't piss me off at all. I thought the first two were good, but they tried to stay too close to the book and that hurt them. I thought the fourth one was better and the fifth one was the best because they really which got... One, which was Goblet of Fire down. 4 or 5? Yeah, Goblet of Fire was 4. Or the I Phoenix, like, the fifth one's my favorite. I think they really got... It was the shortest, but they really got the pacing down. And right. they figured out the difference between what needs to be in and what needs change to make the movie Mo- Movie-wise, I thought Goblet of Fire was... I was well, overall, it, it's a good, yeah. p- feel-good movie. Fifth one is one that... I mean, obviously, I know... Awesome. I know where everything's going, and the fifth yeah. one was, was a terrific movie. But that's when you realize, okay... You yeah. didn't know that this was yeah. going to happen. Shit's going to start hitting the fan here pretty soon. Apparently, the official Harry Potter website for the sixth movie has started putting a Harry Potter 6 and all the things instead of Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, it were just as HP 6. Right, instead of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Right, and I think... Which they think may mean something, like they may cut part of the sixth one and put it into the final two seven. I know, and that makes me a little... Makes me a little uncomfortable. Makes me curious, but... I, I don't want them to save Dumbledore's death for the seventh one. I want him to be... Well, let me, ask, let me ask you this, too. When you go to see a superhero movie... Mm-hmm. Besides Dark... Did you think Dark Knight had somewhat of a happy ending? Not at all. Okay. And that was fine for you, right? Absolutely, because it was brilliant. It, it, okay. It, let me rephrase that. The for end, the superhero yeah. or the populace? Did, 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 oh, for the superhero, it had a bummer of an ending. For, as far as the public was concerned, but that Christian Bale saying, I'm going to be the superhero they need, not the superhero they want, for his personal rewarding... It worked for him because he was willing to make the sacrifice. Okay. And so it kind of had mixed, but I got chills and thought it was just an amazing idea because I, 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 different. Okay. Really loved it. Well, okay. Let me ask you well, this. What kind of a bummer? If you if you had the power to wipe out half the population of the earth. Yes. For the greater good of mankind, would you do it? What would this greater good entail? 
Okay, the the point of Watchmen is that the world is five minutes away from the from nuclear war. Yes. Russians and this is the Cold War is not cold. It's right. very real. Nixon's in his third term. They won Vietnam. Right. Yeah. So I haven't read the graphic novel. I should read that too. Yeah. When I when I get back from some from one of my friends at work, yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. But it's cool. And the whole purpose is, is and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I don't mean to spoil it for everybody, but one of the superheroes is the bad guy. Right. If you call it that. Uh, apparently, they said something too in the news regarding about whoever assassinated JFK was the superhero that was getting murdered. Yes. In the beginning. Or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, that's the thing. Even after watching the second time, I'll let me tell you, the movie makes you feel you don't care. The only character you care about is Rorschach. Is that the guy that kills uh, JFK? No, that's okay. the comedian. That's, okay. That's Jeffrey Dean Morgan or. What's okay, his name? yeah, yeah, Denny from Grey's Denny, Anatomy. Denny, yeah, from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And the whole purpose is that he is. All these people, they're the way they're they're, they're they don't, they're like Batman. Yeah. They just fight crime, and they're very much human, mm-hmm. and they have very much human problems. As a matter of fact, I nine times a day, I don't think half the populace will get bored with the movie because there are barely any superheroics. As a matter of fact, any of the superheroics that do happen, there's only one superheroic thing they do, and that is they bust into a fire a building on fire and save people. The rest of the movie, they're having hardcore sex scenes. Uh, which, yeah, that, that's my still, I think, the only thing that really bothers me after the I like time. hardcore sex scenes. Hey, I like tits as much as the next guy, but... Playing and big two... blue penises! <sighs> See, okay, the thing about the big blue penis is that... Was it his real penis? Yeah, no. The, half the guy's body wasn't real. It was CGI body, bodybuilding. But the whole purpose of Dr. Manhattan is, is that he technically is a god. Mm-hmm. So if nuclear warheads start coming down the earth, he can sit there and just go... Yeah. Make him pop and disappear. The problem is, and this is you see this in one of his memories of the comedian, mm-hmm. is the comedian's in Vietnam, and this pregnant girl comes up like, you know leave country without me. And he's like, bitch, fuck you. I'm going back home and I won't give a fucking damn about your country. And Dr. Mahan is just sitting there watching it. Mm-hmm. And he's very blamed. He's like, no, I'll make you remember. So she takes a, a glass bottle, gives him the scar that he's, you see at the beginning of the film, and so he sits there, looks at her stomach, takes the gun, and just blows her in the head. Oh, oh my God! And he and then Doctor Mahan goes, "Wait, what are you doing?" He goes, "What do you mean? What am I doing?" He's like, "You, she's carrying your child, and you blew her away. Mm-hmm. You should have stopped and not done that. Stopped? Fuck! You're God. You could have stopped me. You turned her in the bullets into air, but you didn't. Your problem is, Doc. You don't give a damn about the human race. You're becoming a bit disconnected. And the thing is that he is. Yeah. No one understands what he's going through, and he doesn't really." give a shit about the human race. And so, being that he doesn't care about material things like humans do, what's one of the material things that humans do? They wear clothes. Oh, okay, I see. Yes, they, they actually go much more in detail about that in the comic book. Like, he, it bothers yeah. him. He only does that for, for when he goes out in public. But mm-hmm. when he's in behind closed doors with, like, Laurie or Rorschach, yeah. he's just naked. He don't give a damn. Yeah. And, of course, that might elicit chuckles from the audience, but that's how far removed and dispatched yeah. he is from the thing. And it's, he's never a wreck or anything that you can... Well, I heard the the book was fantastic, just awesome. Well, see, the first time I read the book, I had an empty feeling inside mm-hmm. after I read it because uh, it doesn't end on a very happy note. Yeah. Veet succeeds in destroying half the world to save the, and that's the whole thing. And that's the thing too is that I, the end of the movie, in the, in the end of the book, I don't care that the squid is gone because the original destruction of the at the end of the movie or in the book is that Beat was hiring all these scientists that Rorschach was finding out about, they were all finding out about, that were building this big, fake, weird squid thing that they would say was an alien that landed in all these different cities and then 
to killing itself in the process by transporting there, it wiped out like a nuclear bomb half the cities. Oh, wow. Thus making everyone team up together to fight the alien menace. Okay. But it would never return because it's all orchestrated from V anyway. I oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, they took that out and they actually made it where Dr. Manhattan, mm -hmm. he found a way to harness some of his energy and leave an energy signature in each city that got blown up, making it look like Dr. Manhattan is the one who did it. Mm. And now, I didn't have a problem with that, because that makes sense for Dr. Manhattan's character, because after the end of Watchmen, he disappears from Earth, possibly mm -hmm. forever, to go create life on another planet, because yeah. the problems of this world are too much for him. And that's fine. And in the movie, it makes sense on why he does it. The only problem is, it's very hollow. By the point that Dr. Manhattan kills Rorschach and everything, it's just very... I don't know, you don't really... The only person you care about is Rorschach, and by the time he's dead, you're just like, well... What the fuck do I have to root for anymore? Mm. The human race doesn't really... And that's my problem with the book. You read the book and you're like, the only character you, you're really interested in has just got obliterated. And then you have this whole thing. So wait a minute. Half the human race is dead? Well, fuck. You know? Well, I mean, it's been done before. Star Trek killed a quarter of the human race in the 21st century. Well, that's true. Uh, speaking of, I pre-ordered the uh, put-together graphic novel of the prequel comics. There's rumor that some of the Next Generation cast might be in the, the new movie. Really? Yeah. All the Next Generation cast is going to be in the, the uh, episode of Family Guy, the last episode right. of March. I'll Coming tune up in soon. on that. But, yeah, so and the whole the whole purpose was that Dr. Manhattan can see the past, present, and future. Yeah. And in the book, there's this real touching scene. In memory, it's the last thing anyone ever sees of him, which is mm -hmm. V is, goes to his room. Manhattan just killed Rorschach, and he just walks in, and he goes... So, you can see into the future, did I do the right thing? Because on the TVs, it's coming up everywhere. The president and, and the USSR, they're, they're coming together. You know, beat seems to be, you know, be right. And he just goes, well, nothing ever really changes. And he, go, and he just goes, goodbye, Adrian. And he just leaves. Mm -hmm. And so then he's left with this whole thing like, w wait, what? Mm -hmm. So did he just put it off so it could happen maybe another 20 years down the line? Or did he actually save the human mm -hmm. race? Yeah, and they they took that out of them. They took that out in the adaptation. Considering everything else that happened before it, it was a bit sad. And mm -hmm. and Rorschach is is actually will be probably the fan favorite of the audience. And uh, I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I I personally thought it was much better than Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. But then again, I'm also one of those people that loved Dark Knight. But I thought that it was just Heath Ledger that made it the film that it was. What did you think of the Jonas Brothers 3D concert scale? I didn't see that movie actually. It I was saw it four rude. times. That's why I didn't see Watchmen. No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> Do you hear? It didn't even get op number one. It's opening week. Medea. Good. Medea and its second week. The Jonas Brothers. Good. First. You know what? I think Tyler. I've seen Dark. That's his seventh movie in four years. Seventh Medea movie in four years. I didn't realize there I mean, was all that of them have been together. popular. I and this one was the biggest one. It broke all kinds of records for that. I know. But I'm not. I can't believe he's turning out a movie every six months. And he has, like, two TV shows on TV. I know. And the supposedly he's fantastic. So I should check that out at some point. But, yes. yeah. Anyway. So, oh, uh, before we go, I thought we'd an and mention this real quick because I put out some twits about it. And on MySpace and on... Somebody actually responded? A few people responded. Wow. One person responded, if you talk to Shan, she will say the big guy with the blue penis. But she's just going from the blog. She actually hasn't seen the movie yet. Because I asked her what their favorite characters was. Yeah. Mine, obviously, is Rorschach. Mine's the big guy with the blue penis, but I haven't seen the movie either. Uh, Willis said that the ending was a little, uh, made him a little down. Rorschach was awesome, and he also liked the big blue wang. So. So people like the big blue wang. Yeah, I, I got I actually played the big blue wang. 
Did you really? Not my penis, my whole body. I was the whole my whole body played the big blue wang. Big blue wang. So you have problems getting it up then? No. Mr. Manhattan has problems getting it up. Uh well I I played Oh look at you backpedal through that no, shit. I played the penis myself. I was actually like holding on to Billy Crudup's waistband while I was hanging. So of he's course I want to be around. I think I, I think and I'm not talking about penis size. I'm talking about general body size. I think he's. You think he's got a smaller penis than me? Uh, okay. <laughs> what a note to end the show on. I think yes. we need to stop while we're ahead. Yes. So next week hopefully we'll have the cool pe- people back. <laughs> I know that was. Wow. Yeah, I miss all the cool people. <sighs> have a good night. Have a good night. Well, I gotta find the off one first. There we go. It's right there. I can see it. Thank hit, you. Hit it. Okay. Hit it. Hit it. I watch that she'll watch with me. Our she loves fan. how well she loves how I make your mother in Big Bang. If I watch them without her, she'd be upset with me. And she loves South Park and Reno nine one one. But any other show I showed her, even New Adventures of Old Christine, she's like, It's okay, it's kinda stupid. She which is Julie Lou Dreyfus. But she loves Seinfeld and she had never seen the finale, so we watched the two parts the Thursday wow. and Friday. Man. She thought it was pretty good, but different. And I, it was better than I remembered it being. It really was, but it still wasn't great. Yeah.